Welcome to Vista episode 301. We're coming to you live from CSPN, the home of barge-based illegal sports in international waters. <laughs> I'm your host, Andrew, and we are mere moments away from starting the first round of the 14th annual Monkey Knife Fight Invitationals. Here's a sure sign that things are about to kick off. Walking around the ring and holding a large card indicating the number of the first round, that's one for you folks keeping score at home, wearing a pleated denim miniskirt over a micro bikini and barely staying up on six-inch stiletto heels, slathered in fake tan and smiling lustily at every cat call from the audience, it's Theo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the funniest joke you could make in England. nearly (laughs) Nearly got me. (laughs) <laughs> Looking good. They do. They do love to have a joke that's just men in a dress, and then also go go psycho about gender stuff. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny, not it, sexy. Yeah, <laughs> not not when I do it though. I'm yeah, not I'm a hundred percent sincere at the moment. Yeah, I'm taking this very seriously. Uh, really been I'm, working up to this. Yeah, I'm training. glad to. I'm glad to be here. Um, it is funny. I only brought the one sign, the sign with one on it for round one. But these monkey mm. knife fights never seem to go past round one anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's they're a real one and done kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And the rounds are thirty minutes long, so. <laughs> So, all right, we rarely need a second sign. And, yeah. Uh, and if There's things... 30 minutes of fighting and then three hours of mopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing back to the action now, let's get a look at the reigning champion, a six-foot-tall, 130-kilogram silverback gorilla known only as Dunstan the Destroyer. We can't get an interview with Dunstan's coach right now as Dunstan has fully removed the skin from his coach's face and body. Mm-hmm. And here's our challenger. Primarily known as the breakout star of the highly immoral and mean-spirited hidden camera show, Monkeys Go Nanas, <laughs> it's Jumpy George, the world's most nervous chimp. Crossing ringside for a quick interview with uh, Jumpy George's coach, it's Lucy. Lucy, how are you feeling about George's chances today? I'm the coach. I was fully ready to be the monkey. <laughs> uh, some days you're the coach, some days you're the monkey. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. He's got a spirit that mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect from a monkey of such a nervous, you know, vibe. It's a big, you know? big pool of urine around his feet. Is it just good to get out of that out of the it's way? It's good to like get that out of the way because you know you don't want to be needing to take a piss during the monkey knife fight. You know, no, no, you can't. They will not let you call. time. They will not pause it. You can't call time. So it's good to get all that out there. You know, it's focus. You need to focus on the knife fight. The, the monkeys see. that we put in there that can sign are constantly signing that they want a timeout. Toilet. Bathroom. Toilet. Bathroom. <laughs> and uh, Lucy, I notice your face still attached. That's got to mm. feel good, right? That feels great. You know, I'm feeling great about it. Yep. Happy like to be here. No, that's not, f- that's not the case for all our competitors. I'll just say, I'm not going to name names, but... Uh, that's not. <laughs> you got to accept the risk. without faces. <laughs> So, um, how do you get your little chimp all revved up for a knife fight? HGH, mostly. <laughs> HGH and a Sun 41 album playing on 11. That's right. He's listening to Fat Lip. He's got his bananas <laughs> laced with HGH. <laughs> oh, he's so revved up. He's so nervous. Uh, R.I.P. Jumpy George. Rest we'll say peace. that ahead of time. Mm. Yeah, he's get definitely not going to make it. Jumpy George. Fun, but you get paid either found way. Dead. Yeah. I get paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either the prize money or the butcher money. <laughs> <laughs> the butcher money. Well, it is open waters here, so we're not going to frown on anything. Yeah, when, when we're done here, just step right over to our dog food stall. <laughs> <Is that what? laughs> Monkey steaks. <laughs> We're a vertically integrated enterprise here at the uh, CNSPN. What what are we? CS C- CSPN. CSPN. I'm on the CSPN diet. Oh yeah, uh, on the CSPN barge. Waste not, want not. Yeah, I'm looking you know? forward mm. to um, gridiron with guns later in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a pretty good sport. Yeah, I mean they've already got armor on, so it's probably mm-hmm. not as ridiculous as it sounds. I mm. think, like, to prevent too many 
uh, like season-ending injuries, I think everybody gets one of those. Um, uh, everybody gets a Derringer. Mm. Yeah. Everybody gets one of the tiny little lady guns from the Old West uh, that has two bullets in it. And then I think that's good because you got to make it count then, you know? you got to be serious. You can't just be shooting around willy-nilly. Yeah, you're not going to... With a gun uh, of, of that kind of size, you're not going to, like, as soon as the kickoff happens, just start firing at the other team. You've got to be a lot closer to make mm. it work, I think. Mm-hmm. And you've got to use it strategically. You don't get to reload until the end of the, end of the, re- <laughs> end of the quarter. Do they Time do quarters in American football or just halves? Got to be quarters, right? More ads that way. But then they got yeah, a half-time right. break. Yeah. yeah. They probably do bloody 16ths, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're crazy yeah. over yeah, there. Get them. Their measurements is crazy. <laughs> yes, we sure are out in deep water here on the CSPN barge. Uh, somewhere else that you might encounter water of various depths yeah. is, is in a dam. Time to see what's going on in a dam in Dam Watch. Good enough for government work. Comes to us from KSNW, this new in Kansas. Man catches more than fish at Cheney Lake. Fire department helps reel in a big one. Uh, what do you reckon you call it, Lucy? Mm-hmm. Big big boot. Yeah, it's got to be a big boot, right? I'm picturing big boot. Yeah, he caught Andre the Giant's maybe boot. a big cane. Ooh, maybe a rusty cane. One of those like really big. Uh, industrial sized cans mm. you know they need the big machine to open they tip it into one of those really big mixing bowls mm-hmm. yeah I like that a man fishing for crappy sorry <laughs> 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 huh? I was midway through a, a sip of coffee there and I didn't quite catch that um, this this <laughs> motherfucker fishing, fishing for crappy What's the problem? What's the issue? (laughs) Leaning over to my date when crappy comes on the (laughs) screen. He's fishing for crappy. I'm going to say crappy, not a bad looking fish. I think it's uh, it's better than... Are we spelling it how you would think? That's double double P-I-E. Oh, that's a little guy. Oh. Look at him. Were we all all aware of the humble crappy? No. (laughs) I'd never heard of a crappy. I wonder if Crappy's good eating. He's nice. He's got a nice shape to him. Yeah. I like the shape of those fins. Mm. You know? It's really working it. The name is deceiving. Yeah. Good colors. Uh, a man was fishing for Crappy at Cheney Lake <laughs> on Memorial Day and found more than he bargained for. <laughs> he found a Jeep more than 16 feet below the surface. Man. Not what I was expecting. It was low yeah. on my list of expectations. That's almost certainly going to snap your line. I think. How did he reel in the Jeep? Uh, John Mounts calls himself a big time crappy fisherman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't call myself that. I do. I do. (laughs) Walking into a bar, announcing it to a room full of strangers. Yeah. I'm a crappy fisherman. (laughs) (laughs) Big time. He's having fun with it. I like it. He has all the newest high tech sonar gear, including a live scope. Huh. I don't know mm. shit about fishing. No. Yeah, my uh, my father-in-law is a very keen fisherman and he's got like the shit on his boat where and I'm I'm sure that this is like very normal to anybody who's doing it in any kind of uh uh huge amount. But he's he's got like the sonar stuff where you're cruising around somewhere and then he's like, "Up, oh, a whole bunch of fish down there." It you feels like cheating to me. Time to fish. It feels like rust uh, fishing should be like a rustic sport, like a mm. Yeah. A, a waiting game. Yeah. Transport. No technology past nylon. Yeah, that's all you can have. You can have a f- fancy fishing rod and that's it. Uh, so, well, apparently this guy has a, a scope that you can, like, send down on your fishing line? Like a GoPro type thing? Mm. I'm I've... thinking like a sniper rifle scope. <laughs> He's yeah. just, like, Shoots the fish. shooting fish. Bending over the, the edge face under the water. <laughs> oh, okay, no, this, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at some pictures here. I'm trying to figure out what a, it's live sonar. 
about a scope. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is straight up like a, an underwater infrared camera. <laughs> that does feel like cheating. Mm, that's that crazy. Feels, that feels a little like cheating. Gonna be honest with you. Uh, so I guess it's yeah, it's different to traditional sonar, as I understand it. The Garmin Live Scope, the Panoptics Live Scope. You can you can see what's going on down there. Yeah, but here's my a, contention: that's yeah. none of my business. So that that just looks like that is just like a depth photo, right? Like it's showing. What, all right, this is a this is a podcast, so it's not a visual medium. Uh-huh. It's it's showing what's down there. Yeah. Yep. You can I see, can see some, like uh, some kelp and stuff. Yep. Bits of coral. You can see yeah. the, the bed. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, I guess it's. And is, it's and is, it in, is, that, is it infrared? Is that is what that, that is? Lo- or is, is that Loch Ness getting a pussy eight? <laughs> <laughs> from from the back. That's not what I expected to see. Huh. And that's what these scopes are for, really. Yeah, mainly. <laughs> you can use them for other stuff like fishing, but. Yeah. If you want to. Just a little, little treat while you're down there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so so he sent his live scope down there. Cheating, cheating. Uh, on Monday, he was about 130 feet from the dam when he saw something on one of his monitors, plural. What kind of fucking rig does this dude have? Yeah. He dropped down his live scope to get a better look. It feels very American, right? Like going... You know, I'm just going to get back to basics, go out fishing, etc. Oh, yeah, I need my, my dual monitor set up. Yeah, my live scope. I need my, uh, my NSA-approved fish monitoring <laughs> devices. My, my torque-controlled fishing rod. Mm-hmm. You can just buy fish at the store. I don't yeah. know if many Someone people else know this. It, yeah. You know how many fish you would have to buy to pay for a boat? You and know. your fancy equipment too. Yep, yep. yep. You'd be eating things. salmon every night. You could. You could. Mm. You could be eating like a, a good fish even. Oh. Contentious <laughs> fish chat here. Here's my here's my contentious fish opinion. I don't think any of them are that good. No, they're not, are they? <laughs> fish, you're not on a big blast. Seafood guy. Who me? I'm not. You? Yeah, it's a, it's very. Uh, I don't, I largely think I can't really tell the difference, other than like going to a really fancy Japanese restaurant and getting like you know ex- extremely fresh sashimi? sashimi or something. Yeah, yeah, Big that's fan. the only time. The rest of the time, I'm like, wow, this is a lot like all of the other fish I've eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more wet flesh. Thank you. <laughs> cool. I like it wet. Yeah. Main question is, what kind of sauce did you put on the wet flesh? Yeah. Uh, so he dropped his scope down to get a better look. He said it was obvious to him that it was a jeep. <laughs> I guess. This guy's a, f- <laughs> a jeep's a you know it's a like obvious car. We've got a certified jeep recognizer here. <laughs> Pull it out and it's a Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking fuck. Idiot. Fuck. fuck. Shit. <laughs> Uh, imagine saying that to the uh, to the people who arrived later. Oh, it's obviously it was, a jeep. It obvious I knew to it me. was a jeep. I knew it was a jeep the whole time. I saw it on my scope. Maybe your average man would have just thought it was some kind of car or off road vehicle. Not There's got to be a shitload of these down there, right? Cars, like, you know, yeah. You know how. People go, you know, they'll go scuba diving and they go to dive sites because there's just boats everywhere on the bottom of the ocean. Because once it's down there, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's right. It's the oceans now. That's right. But the ocean's really big. Where's this? Is this in the ocean or is this on (laughs) a lake? This is in a dam. It's in a dam, even smaller. You think how many boats or cars or whatever are in them? Got to be tons, right? Stacked up on top of each other. Yeah. Go wading in and immediately bang your knee really hard on a mast. You know, it's probably yeah. what's happening. It's a Maserati. <laughs> uh, Mounts also noticed a couple of crappy on the hood of the vehicle. <laughs> so he caught the fish first, then packed up and called the authority about the Jeep. What do you mean? You can't see a fish and then catch a fish. This is bullshit. You think he's targeting those individual fish? Yeah. Or saying that he is, but he's a liar. No, I think he's using his... Like, how is he... 
Because fish aren't really fish aren't really bound to stay in the same no. zone like we are. Like I got a house, I got to keep roam. coming back here. Yeah, they don't have a house. Nope. Houseless fishes. Imagine the freedom of being a fish. You know, we can't imagine with our nine to five life. No. What have they done to us? Yeah, they've made us landlubbers. You guys been lubbing any land lately? I guess. Yeah, I don't really know any other way to be. What is life if not land loving? Love it or leave it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love it or live in the ocean. Laugh, lob, <laughs> leave. Live, lob, lub. lub. <laughs> Did you say lob? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I just look. realized there's definitely signs you could get that say live, lob, love. That There's surely be, right? exists. Surely oh. that's an et- that's an easy Etsy listing, right? Oh there. yeah. <laughs> if it's not, looking? I'm about to start a side hustle. <laughs> and they're cheaper if you buy them in three or more. So get one for each member of your polycule. <laughs> there is actually a documentary <laughs> called Oh no, it's in post production. Hmm. Live, Got- love, LARP. Ordinary people become extraordinary characters that inhabit other worlds. So uh-huh. it is a documentary about LARPing. Yeah. Cool. Due for release soon. I think we should get a slice of the profits. Yeah. But if it, mm-hmm. if they Can't if wait. they end up if they end up owing any money, that's nothing to do with us. Uh and on Redbubble here you can get yourself a print of Live LARP Love. And it's got like a cool a cool helmet and some crossed swords. Ooh. Putting that one up in my uh, Funko Pop room. Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office deputies met Mounts at his house, far away from the Jeep. Uh, he showed them his video and detailed pictures from the scope. They said that that seems like too much stuff for fishing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> they said it was definitely a Jeep. They agreed. It was also easy for them to tell that it was a Jeep. That's a red car. <laughs> And began making arrangements to haul it out of the lake. Mounts gave them the coordinates and authorities set out to find the jeep. It's not going anywhere. Leave it down there. Not bothering anyone. It's, it's a, a fish house now. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it's a nice nice home for some, g- for some gentle crappy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but divers with the Sedgwick County Fire Department had trouble finding it in the dark and muddy water. Ah, uh, should get some scopes. Some yep. fishing scopes. You find it straight away. So Mount said they called and asked him to return to the lake to help. Oh my him. god! So he did. But by the time he arrived, one of the divers had already found the vehicle. <laughs> Turn yeah, around right. and go, go home, home bitch. <laughs> oh, you bring all your stupid shit with you? Cool. <laughs> Take it back home. <laughs> Mounts watched as Cruz hooked onto the vehicle and pulled it from the lake. He said. The Jeep is in bad shape. I, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that's, not usable anymore. That's not what you're supposed to store your Jeep. Bunch of fish <laughs> shit in it. <laughs> like when you um when you sign up to get insurance from a company and they have that box that says, <laughs> is the Jeep currently garaged or stored at the bottom of a dam? If you say stored at the bottom of a dam, your premium is going up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mount said a woman reached out to him about the vehicle. Her Jeep disappeared in 2007 or 2008, and she wondered if it was hers. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it works anymore, though. Do you have any more information about the Jeep other than I had a Jeep and it disappeared? Yeah, I can't see it right now, so that's probably it. Just trying to claim that Jeep for herself. Yeah. Free wet Jeep. (laughs) Free wet Jeep. Put in some rice. <laughs> Free Jeep. <laughs> rice not included. Oh, it's going to be so many bags of rice. Mm. Honestly. The Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office is still trying to determine where the vehicle came from. Jeep factory. Yeah. Solved it. A Sheriff's Office spokesperson said deputies could not find the vehicle identification number. But they think it appears to be an 80s model Jeep. This is great detective work here. That's an old ass Jeep. How long has it been down there for, you know? Since the 80s? I guess. That'd be cool. That'd be cooler. 
than if someone just bought an old Jeep and said, this Jeep sucks, yeah. drove it into the, into the <laughs> You dam. think that's what happened? They were just like, oh, this Jeep fucking sucks. I'm going to drive it into a dam. I should have bought a new Jeep. <laughs> Splash. <laughs> Cheney Lake Party Cove is a Facebook page that supports the lake. How? Right. I, I kind of want to know what form that takes. Is it just... People saying, I like the lake. Hey, you're doing a great job, Lake. <laughs> Don't put any more Jeeps in the lake. Mm. Hey, stop putting Jeeps in the lake. Leave the lake in the condition you found it, with only one Jeep in it. Yeah. When you put a Jeep in, it it pushes a Jeep's worth of water out of the lake. We'll never get that back. <laughs> it would. So that's where erode the erode the shore. With all of those Jeeps splashing in there and making waves. Go think about these things. Uh, So this this is from the Facebook page. Quote, John Mounts was fishing along the dam today and caught himself a Jeep. Uh, Then it's got the emoji that's kind of blushing with the big circular eyes. Mm. Shocked looking emoji. And then uh, the emoji with the, the top of the head is doing like a little... Uh, mushroom cloud yeah. explosion. The, the divers caught the jeep. He just saw it on his stupid. He just ass. saw it on his bullshit yep. camera. camera. Yeah. You are an aquatic jeep spotter, sir. <laughs> you are not an aquatic jeep hunter. Now, if this guy was a hunter of jeeps, I I would respect that more, right? Mm. Like if he if he went out there expecting to find a jeep, then and if, yeah, you know what? credit credit to you. But he didn't. He went out there looking for some crappy, and he found a jeep. So idiot, moron. Yep. Yeah, fucked it up. Straight fucked it up. Fucked it up. God, it's not worthless. not even a bit like a fish. Uh, final line for this story from KSNW in Kansas. Uh, somebody somebody wrote this down. Just so you know, <laughs> somebody got paid to write this down. This final line. Both Cheney Lake Party Cove and John Mounts are getting a lot of funny comments about the find on their Facebook pages. Okay. Mm, go on. Any gags? Oh, no, it doesn't give us any. It's just, oh. <laughs> just letting you know that they are hearing some funny stuff. Yeah. Again, this just feels like this guy going, <laughs> I'm getting so many funny comments on my, on my Facebook. Everyone's loving it. Mm. The cops begged for my help. Yep. And everybody on Facebook is hitting like on my <laughs> <laughs> on my posts. Oh dear! Uh, stay out of there, everybody. Although sometimes you go down the dam, you find a little wet treasure. But sometimes the wet treasure is disconcerting, like it is on this week's Omens and Portents. <laughs> You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God and bow down to his will. So is this specifically about a wet treasure, this omen's importance? Yes. Oh, okay. All kinds of wet treasures. That's right. Oh, we're doing a dramatic through line. Mm. All kinds of wet treasures, like Loch Ness monster getting eaten from the back. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Can't put a dollar amount on it, but <laughs> priceless, priceless. priceless. <laughs> this comes to us from K H O U in Houston, Texas. The coup. Man finds lost Nazi loot on Texas beach. Hey, that's mine. Give that back. <laughs> it doesn't what? belong to you. <laughs> it's I like it's it. not None for your you. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess they got some beaches. Okay, Texas, pretty big. Texas, yeah, they got a whole, they got a whole bit dangling in the water down the yeah, bottom. They got, a, they got a chunk. They got a chunk. Yeah. I feel like it's uh, it's got to feel pretty good if you're one of the states in the US that gets a little bit of ocean, right? Yeah, it must be nice. Otherwise, you're stuck with the Great Lakes insisting that you have a beach. Yeah. It's not, it's not really yeah. a beach. It's not a beach. That's Lake Michigan, edge not a, a beach. Yeah, that is. Lake Edge. 
Christopher Davis has been combing the beaches of Texas's Galveston Island for years. Describing what he usually finds on his searches, quote, mainly sea beans, old bones, <laughs> unfortunately, old Coke bottles. Oh, sorry. Mainly. First one there, yeah. Primarily, mainly sea beans. Mainly sea beans. Yep. Check out yeah. this new diet I'm on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you should not be on that diet, Lucy. I, I know <laughs> it's your body, your choice. But beans are good. They're fibrous. Yeah. Huh. How's Pat? <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> huh. I'm just looking at some sea beans. Okay. What's a sea bean? Do they look like beans? Like green beans or bean beans? Uh, sea beans, also known as samphire, glasswort, pickleweed, or sea asparagus depending on where you are in the world. All right, green yes. bean situation. It's not, I'm on the, not I'm on the sea bells. asparagus diet. Yeah. Yeah, I can smell that. Hmm. With the highest salinity tolerance of any plant. Huh. Mm. Sea beans are considered halophytes that flourish across saltwater beaches and coastal marshlands. They are technically flowering succulents, and their branch-like stalks Ooh. resemble thick grass that, when eaten, provide a satisfying salty bite. Oh, you can eat them. Yeah. This motherfucker is Sounds like a lot beans. of sodium. It does, but hey, you know, you've got to season your food properly. Mm. Mainly sea beans. None of those things are particularly unusual, particularly compared to the finding he made in the San Luis Pass near Galveston Island late last month. Quote, As I was going along, I noticed in that pile, hey, there's one of those bundles, Davis explained. You yeah. know the ones. Yeah, immediately guys? familiar with the bundles, but uh, oh, the- for those that aren't aware. What, what is it? <laughs> hey, there's one of those bundles, Davis explained. And there it was. A giant hunk of dark brown rubber covered in barnacles and drenched in an ungodly smell. Mm-hmm. Not what I thought a bundle would be. Nope. You got some stinky rubber, hey, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds like stinky rubber. It'll be your stinkiest rubber, please. Quote, It was horrible. A horrible stench, Davis emphasized. To say Davis was excited would be an understatement. It was the potentially lucrative discovery he was looking for. Quote, I feel like a kid in a candy store with an unlimited budget, Davis said. So he feels like somebody with diabetes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to need some kind of elaboration. He knew exactly what it was. They're playing coy with us. They're trying to introduce <laughs> some interest. They shouldn't have put the N-word in the in the headline if they didn't want us to... Pardon? I skipped past that one. <laughs> the other, the... I'm not sure what you're saying right now. The other, the other N-word. But the Nazi loot. Oh, oh, oh I forgot about the Nazi <laughs> loot. Exited my brain. <laughs> Mere seconds ago. Serendipitous. Yeah, no, we've talked right. about sea beans since Stinky then. Stinky so Nazi uh, rubber. Whoop. <laughs> Serendipitously, the discovery was made on Memorial Day weekend. Well, salute the troops. Yeah. By getting... Dave- okay, okay. Davis had heard stories about pieces of Nazi loot lost during World War II washing up on Texas beaches. As the story goes, back in 1944, American ships off the coast of Brazil spotted a German blockade runner called the SS Rio Grande. Theirs was called the Rio Grande? Sure, man. The USS Omaha and the USS Jouet fired on the Nazi ship, sending it and its cargo three miles down to the bottom of the ocean. That's too far down. Mm. That's, I don't want to go down there. Not bloody James Cameron. Yeah. He's he's right down there. That's scary to me. That's I think three miles to him thing. is nothing. He he thumbs his nose at three miles. Yeah, that's shallow to him. Yeah. How far is the, uh, the Mariana Trench? How far down is that bad boy? What's that? Maybe Couldn't 10 or 12 Ks? So probably like seven miles, I'm going to guess. Damn, bro. Get out of there. 
The entire loot had remained there until about three years ago when the floating bales of rubber started washing ashore. Oh. So they, 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 they rubbered up their, uh, their treasures, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Good on them. Keep them safe. What makes the find even more interesting are the tales of treasure, specifically gold they may contain. Quote, I think the gold came from the fact that a lot of people think that the Nazis on board would escape to Argentina, and so they were packing the gold for them to have when they finally made it there. If they made it there, Davis said. Davis and his friends started cutting the rubber open. Their effort didn't result in gold. Only more of that nasty smell. <laughs> huh. That's a... Uh... I was hoping for some Nazi stuff, but instead I got something yucky. Uh, if anything, discovering the stinky load of latex has left Davis wanting to find more. Why? Why? That sounds stinky. Yeah. This man is addicted to stinky rubber now. <laughs> just kind of, you ever just, you can't, oh, it's bad, but, oh, but you can't stop smelling it? Yeah, like petrol. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> a bleach. Brings a, uh, brings a girl home into his, uh, into his bedroom. Like, What's that smell? Oh, you're not going to believe. I found some stinky rubber on the beach and it contained no Nazi memorabilia. Yeah. I wished it was Nazi memorabilia, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't. It just sucked. And it stunk real bad. Walking into this dude's house, gagging, and he says, what? Oh, yeah, I can't even smell it anymore. You get used to it. You get used to it. Trust me. God damn. Don't, uh... What? Get rid of it? No, I'm hoping for some more. Yeah. <laughs> It's all I can think about. Stinky, stinky rubber. My God. Hello, it's me, Ben, uh, from this podcast. Merriam-Webster defines a podcast as a program made available in digital format for automatic download over the internet, and that simply could not be more true. If you like what we do and want more of this podcast made available to you in digital format for automatic download over the internet, simply go to patreon.com slash Vista and hit the enormous red button that says subscribe. For five US dollars a month, you get access to our weekly bonus episodes, our entire archive of bonus episodes, our exclusive Discord server, and an RSS feed of both bonus episodes and free episodes that doesn't have these ads in them. That sweet, sweet subscriber cash allows me to do this show full time without having to get a real job, and frankly, that whips to me. The other guys also get some money or whatever, but I don't really care. Anyway, check that out if it sounds good to you. Love you. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, speaking of wet treasure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. I mean, look, there's no rule against reusing it. Okay. Well, I'm t- look, honestly, I'm trying to find a thread. More wet treasure. More wet treasure? Well, look. Yes, please. This story's got some. Wetness. I'm never going to say no to wet treasure. <laughs> you story... guys know that about me by now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we know anything about each other after all these years, it's this: Theo will never turn his nose up at wet treasure. I'm never going to. I'm never going to say no to wet treasure. Uh, sometimes the wetness is a river, and sometimes the treasure. Is the relationship between a father and son. Mm. Wait, I haven't gone far enough into this story to establish that it's father and son. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Maybe it's just buddies. Anyway, it's time for the Nothing to Report report. It's the Nothing to Report 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 report. The Nothing to Report 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 report. The Nothing to Report 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 report. The Nothing to Report report. What happened? Nothing. Shh. So you should mind your fucking business, it's the Nothing to report, 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 report Nothing to report, 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 report Nothing to report, 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 report Nothing to report, report This comes to us from the Morning Sentinel in Maine Pear arrested for Augusta shooting had been firing into river, police say (laughs) (laughs) What's the crime? What's the crime? He's just fishing they're using a different kind of scope. 
for their uh That's right. It's blasting in there. Fifty cows. Uh, two men were arrested Saturday on multiple charges after police say they shot a gun into the Kennebec River in downtown Augusta near several people who were fishing on the western bank. Hey, we're all just fishing. Yeah. You mm. know? Police also say in papers filed at the Capitol Judicial Center that a woman who was frightened by the gunshots and, quote, running for her life, fell and broke her leg. Skill issue. Yeah. That's a, that's a you problem. You know how many times in my life I've been running and fallen down and broke my leg? Zero. That's zero for me. Skill yeah. issue. I'm yet to break a bone and I never will. Same. Zero for three broken legs when running while scared on this podcast. Lady. Yeah, and I do a lot of running while scared, let me tell you. <laughs> a lot of shrieking while he does uh-huh. it. Multitasking. Fleeing. Really. I'm a big fleer. <laughs> Not a fight guy. No. Very flight. Not a big fight guy. Yeah, mostly into flight. flight. <laughs> now that you mention it. Around 6.30pm, Augusta police received a number of 911 calls reporting a person or people shooting guns in the area of Water Street, according to the department. Mm. Wow. Wow, serendipitous. You can't mm. write this stuff. Also, imagine if it was just one guy and they thought, man, that guy's firing so many bullets, there must be multiple mm. shooters. <laughs> no, I'm just really good at firing this gun. It's got to be Pull a, the trigger so fast, dude. A gang of guys. <laughs> Cops down there looking uh, genuinely impressed. Well, we thought there was a posse. Yeah. Are you, are you fanning the hammer on that revolver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, three people who were fishing, told police that they were about 20 to 30 feet south of the train trestle, you know the place, Mm. when they heard two men yelling and saw them throwing beer cans into the river. One of the people fishing heard one shot and looked up to see one of the men shoot into the river about 20 feet in front of one of the fishermen. Shooting some beer cans. Yeah. That's classic. If you don't want people to do that, don't put it in movies all the time, you know? Yeah. I am really torn because uh, shooting some water with a gun, very cool. Mm-hmm. Loud noises, they're scary to me. And I don't like being scared. I'm going to keep no. it real with you. I'm not a fan. Not trying to get scared. Unless I'm watching the Bye Bye Man, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's screenwriting for the ages. It only gets scarier as you watch it more and more and get more and more kind of acquainted with the depths mm. of his character. Like, what's going on in the mind of the bye-bye man, you know? <laughs> Always trying to leave a party when he can't. But, oh. <laughs> but, oh. I just got to... <laughs> anyway, man, I'm being a bit... T- uh. Saying to his girlfriend, we don't have to go around and say bye-bye to every person at the party <laughs> before we go. They we expect can just it. Go. You're the bye-bye man. You got to say bye-bye. <sighs> just want to say hello for once. Hello, hello, you know? Uh, another, according to the police affidavit, said he heard the gunshots and saw two rounds go into the river about 20 feet in front of them. He saw the two men on the trestle continue to walk east across the river, stopping to fire another round. (laughs) The witness told police that one of the men on the trestle yelled down to them, I discharged it safely. I didn't want to hurt the girl. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so so what I'm getting here, the picture that I'm getting here is that these guys are walking across like a, a raised railroad track above where some people are fishing off a thing and they're shooting over the heads of the people yeah. who are fishing. I'm not going to hurt you. Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> a third person fishing told police that he heard someone say, go for it before the first two <laughs> shots were fired. I would like to think that that was just one of the fishermen who was into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pop that bad boy off. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. Really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really well, sick. Maybe even before they started. Are you going to fire that gun or what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have all day, hey, man. Pop that bad boy. In all, eight officers responded to Water Street in the area of the railroad trestle with several officers crossing to the east side of the Kennebec 
after two men with a small caliber handgun were seen crossing the river via the railroad bridge. Going hobo style, these guys, they're mm. walking the rails. Yeah. You don't want homeless people to be armed? You don't like wow. it? Wally? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Both men were arrested and taken to the Kennebec County Jail. What is the crime? What's the crime? Oh, it turns out uh, it is on Tuesday. Peter Gabriel Jr. Uh-oh. Whoa-oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble, Peter Gabriel Jr. Uh, 30 of Pleasant Point was charged with reckless conduct with a firearm. What, you can't have fun with it? What's it for then? Apparently not. What's it for if not killing, if I can't have a little fun with it? Hmm, not not seeing a a Peter Gabriel Jr. attributed to (laughs) (laughs) recording artist Peter Gabriel. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, instead, that would be Isaac Ralph Gabriel. Mm. Hmm. Doesn't look old enough to hold a gun. Oh, his son was born in 2001. That's too late. It's too late to be born. Yeah, this has been Peter Gabriel's son corner. <laughs> yeah. Remember Peter Gabriel? I do. Yeah, yeah. I do remember Peter Gabriel. And some cool bands. Yeah. And had some bangers. Remember yeah, Sledgehammer. Yeah. Sledgehammer. Honestly... I'll always go a good sledgehammer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, police say he was holding the gun at the time of his arrest. Busted. <laughs> Busted, bro. That's your first problem. you got to yep. get rid of that gun. Yeah, or hide it behind your back. Yeah, you could put it in your pocket or something or in your pussy or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just tuck it, tuck it in your pussy. Austin Saucier, 28. (laughs) What's he serving? (laughs) Austin Saucier, uh, 28 of West Enfield, was charged with reckless conduct with a firearm, discharging a firearm near a dwelling. What? The the ocean where the fish live? The fish dwelling? I suppose it is their dwelling. And possession of a firearm by a prohibited person. I had a little, had a little trouble before. Oh, maybe. firearms for me, but not for thee. Mm-hmm. 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 Nobody was struck by any of the shots that were fired. Police say. So again, I ask you, what is the crime? What is it? Yeah, have a little fun with it. Is it a crime to have a little fun with it now? Yeah. Huh? Does that make huh? me a crim? Probably. Next is going to be illegal to fire your gun directly up in the air while hooting and hollering. Jumping around. Yeah. (laughs) What next? It's the woke mind virus. A man can't simply hold his two revolvers aloft, (laughs) firing them into the heavens. A guy can't uh, point both of his guns at the ground and fire them repeatedly until his feet raise up several feet from the surface of the earth. Next, you'll be telling me when I'm angry, I can't throw my hat on the ground and shoot it with my gun. Jeez. Can't shoot my TV to turn it off. Can't put a little thing in it that says bang when it comes out. (laughs) They don't want you to. I don't want you having fun anymore, folks. Yeah. It's a work agenda. Uh, Water and fish. Mm -hmm. Two wet treasures. Truly two of the beautiful wet treasures found in the kingdom of nature. And what else would we find in nature? That's right. Other kinds of animals. It's time for Nature Corner. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. This comes to us from KCNC in Boulder, Colorado. The Kusinich. Cows attack joggers in two separate incidents in Colorado. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I Finally. hope that this is like, uh, you know, the stories about the, the killer whales, like capsizing boats. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I hope 
that uh, that's it's just happening with all the animals now. Hope it catches on. Yeah, just cows right. knocking people over. PVP you know? flags on. <laughs> <laughs> Tr- track meets are now battlefields. <laughs> Boulder, Colorado officials with Boulder County Parks and open space. <laughs> Is, is what is a park if not open space? So yeah. true. They are sending out a probably warning. some grass. I think. Yeah, bit of air. Are they covering all of the air? They are sending out a warning after two different joggers had frightening run-ins with cows in the past week while out on the trails. One was badly hurt. <laughs> oh no! Did the cow recover? <laughs> they both happened in Superior. On the Meadowlark Trail. Cows headbutted and knocked over one jogger on the weekend. (laughs) That's a funny animal to be attacked by. Like, it must suck, but it's comical. Yeah. I don't want it to happen to me, but I will laugh if it happens to you. Skill issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that person wasn't seriously injured. Then earlier this week, Several cows surrounded a second runner and she had to be taken to the hospital after getting hurt by the animals. (laughs) Quote, It was a surprise, but we do know mother cows can get agitated, said Vivian Janatpur, Boulder County Parks and Open Space spokeswoman. Hmm. Officials say in both cases, mothers were protecting their young and that the rancher who leases the area was there long before the path was built. Parts of the trail are now closed. Okay, seems pretty cut and dry to me. Yep, stay out of their business. How about that? They were there first, (laughs) and then someone got a big old map out, and they drew a line in between uh, cow and daughter cow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, We have some breaking news, folks. We have just received a story hot. Off the wire from listener Daniel. It's time for a little breaking news. This comes to us from Insider. Too many kids in school are still wearing diapers, Swiss teachers complain. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Swiss educators are sounding the alarm. There are more and more children in schools who are still wearing diapers. Quote, Kids are going to school as early as four years now, so yeah, you might find some still in diapers, Dagmar Rosler, head honcho of the Swiss Federation of Teachers, told 20 Minuten. (laughs) Who could say what it means? (laughs) But it's not just about the age they start school. An increasing number of older students also depend on diapers, and it's not for health-related reasons. Child development expert Rita Mesmer once even had an 11-year-old patient who wasn't taught oh. how to use the toilet on their own. Jesus. That's, 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 that's bad. No good. Yeah. That's no good. Don't do that. The number of kids wearing diapers in schools has skyrocketed, she told the Sontag Zeitung. And they're not just doing it ironically? Yeah, is this like a bit that they get from like <laughs> Logan Paul or something? <laughs> 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 Educational scientist Margaret Stamm is familiar with the problem too. Diapers have come a long way over the decades. Nowadays, they can be worn, quote, like normal underwear, she told uh, Sontag Zeitung. So I kids think we get... need to start with a, an apology for the state of diaper tech, like skyrocketing. <laughs> so kids get conditioned to diapers. She went on, some parents let it slide. <laughs> It's turning into like Borat. Some parents let it slide. (laughs) Because diapers are a convenient relief. It's not seen as a problem these days. I don't want to shit in a diaper. This is... What's going on? Yeah, I don't want to be like the guy that's like, uh, kids these days are getting worse and worse, but I think there might be something wrong uh, with our society yeah. now, uh, we kind of we kind of broke things a bit. Um, you know, like I, I know a lot of teachers, and they're they're like, yeah, year one or prep or what have you. You know, 
the first part of it now is just dedicated to getting anyone to sit the fuck down just sit down for a second like uh because unfortunately like everyone's working two jobs now and so everyone so you got to give your kids a diaper you got to give kids a diaper and a and a device that's so right that they look at it I, I live near a school and um i remember probably last year day one of school this kid just like escaping the bounds of school he's out of there he's running he's down gone. our street he's going i want my fucking ipad are you serious oh. <laughs> are you serious how old oh my god oh oh like five. Oh, jesus christ uh i think we might have messed a few things up yeah Just, i think we might have taken it a little bit too far and i don't think it's i it's 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 not parents' fault, probably, because <laughs> everyone's got too much shit on. Like, everyone's got too much on. There's too much shit. There's too much shit. Uh, we can, destroyed society. Can we get a little less shit going on? Yeah. There's no one to care for our children anymore. And uh, now the children are turning up in their in their shit pants all day and just saying, fine, no, this is fine to me. <laughs> I love we that are, the excuse is just like, well, diaper tech is better. Yeah. Okay. And? You can, you can just strap up all day. You're good to go. It's good enough for astronauts. Good enough for my little <laughs> Billy. <laughs> little Bonathan. Yeah. We, he's got a note from his doctor that says he's allowed to play Roblox all day as well. <laughs> we watched the uh, the, the Kira Knightley uh, Pride and Prejudice adaptation last night. I love it. Um. Because we were like, oh, it's got it's got Tom from Succession. It's it does. Like, uh-huh. Is Mister Mr. What Demossi. happens in that? Uh, pride, pride and Prej? Yeah. Oh, it's a bit of pride, bit of prejudice. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it pretty much sums it up. Bit of, one bit of them's of... proud and one of them's prejudice. Yep. She's like, I'm proud, and he's like, You're a poor. You are a <laughs> Your poor. Family makes me sick. You are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Will you get married to me? Will you kiss me? Um. But yeah, we were sort of talking about how like uh, how everybody goes ape shit when like somebody new moves into the locality oh. because there's nothing going on. Yeah, there's like twelve people. Yeah, no one's. Everybody's just like, well, the main things we can do are read the book. Uh, we pass the book around. We practice the piano, and we speculate speculate on a neighbor that might be moving in in three months. You know. There's a scene where they're watching a parade of soldiers coming in, and I was like, yeah, you'd be going apeshit. Look at all that stuff moving. Look at all those people <laughs> moving past you. Just Is this like related to the sheer, diaper? Sheer volume yeah, that's what Theo's saying. Theo's saying there's too much stuff going on. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. saying let's return to Pride and Prejudice days. Three books per household. Zero iPads. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm becoming trad. Kids have got too much shit. They do have like way too much stuff. And the stuff they've got's really good as well. <laughs> it is. Me and Pat were telling the kids this the other day, his kids. It's like, we didn't have any of this shit. We had to make our own fun. <laughs> yeah. We used to pick up the biggest sticks in the yard and then run at each other with the sticks. That's from right. One end of the yard to the other. And then and we, we had a it. Sega Genesis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you wanted a new cartridge for your Game Boy, you had to wait six months till your birthday. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. couldn't just download a new game over the air, magically over the air, you know? So apparently, kids are getting conditioned to diapers in. Sweden. Uh, she went on, some parents let it slide because diapers are a convenient relief. Apparently, there are parents who put their kids in diapers for outings or because they want to sleep in a little longer in the morning. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can re- respect that one. <laughs> yeah. That I want to get up. That sends a totally wrong message, says Stam. The Fuck ones you. suffering. Come parent my children then. <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> Federation head Dagmar Rosler told 20 Minuten. Parents have a responsibility to make sure their school-aged kids aren't wearing diapers anymore. When 11-year-olds come to school in diapers, that's a worrying trend. It sure (laughs) is. Teachers aren't there to change their students' diapers. That's crossing a line. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not there, so... At school? (laughs) Who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Clearly you. Tie his shoes. Change his diaper. Charge his iPad. Send him home. (laughs) 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 
My kid doesn't have a sparkling clean dry nappy when he gets home from high school. You are going to be hearing from me. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, who's going to change his fucking nappy at school? Does he do it himself? <laughs> no, he making the teachers do it. That's fucked up. <laughs> hey, help me out. Yeah. Help me out. When you I call think, call him one of the kids to do a math problem wrong. and he goes, two plus... Yeah. <laughs> Just gets that thousand off. <laughs> thousand miles. <laughs> I remember like... Uh, I remember, yeah, like the ages with our kids where they were either like stopping breastfeeding or getting out of nappies and like... I think we, we always sort of said with the breastfeeding thing and obviously... Lots of different people are going to have very different views about this. But I think um, I've known quite a few people who had the attitude of like, if if you are old enough to be asking for it, it's too old to have it anymore. Yeah. Oh, mother, may I? Yeah. 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 Talking about this the other night. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was it for us when, when, when the kids were like hassling Eleanor about it. She was breastfeeding two of them at the same time for a little yeah. while. Oh, God. Finn, Finn had to be cut off because it was just like ruining his life. He was like a cocaine addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They come up, Let me at it. Let me at it. They're, doing, like, the, they're doing the dude, grabby hands. There's oh, so much no. more to life than this. I mean, it's pretty good, but there's more pretty good. to life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And the same with nappies. It's like you don't want to be having a conversation with someone while you scrape all the shit out of their pants. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, and he does the June thing where his eyes flick back at his head. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming like a toddler and kicking you. Oh, God. Damn. I'm yeah. so happy. I'm so happy not changing nappies. It rocks so much. Yeah. We, we shouldn't have... Um... We shouldn't have destroyed the village, just personally. I think, like, mm. just as a personal opinion, being like, hey, having people to, like, help out each other and stuff, that would rock. That would rule if we had a sort of, like, a, a kernel of society left anymore instead of... We've got Blippy. Yeah, we've He's got Blippy. He's doing the work. <laughs> yeah. And there's a video where you can where you can see Blippy. Uh, it's very educational. He teaches you how to shit as well. If you are, <laughs> that's right. That's true. You can show your children. Yeah, don't show your children the blippy shitting video. Try. I haven't seen it. it anyway. No. Try to avoid it if you can. And you really should be trying to avoid it. You know. Yeah. The blippy shit. <laughs> blippy blasting turds. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, hey, we did get another piece of listener correspondence this week. Um, we had an episode a while ago that apparently nobody from the show can remember. Yeah, we memory hold it. Uh, but we had a story about the uh, preparation for the uh, Michelina's all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner, which was... Uh, now, what I can't remember specifically was whether or not uh, the whether or not you were supposed to eat all the spaghetti before or after the marathon. I would be eating it at the end, just personally. Oh, right. I do remember talking about that. I remember saying you shouldn't eat your spaghetti dinner before you run. Good. I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Uh, so a listener of ours, Brandon, uh, attended the all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in in Minnesota, right? And so uh, he sent us in a little field report from the venue. And we're going to check it out now. Here we go. I'm reporting to you live from the Superior Ballroom at the Belief Entertainment Convention Center for the Grandma's Marathon uh, you can eat spaghetti dinner presented by Michelinas. Uh, as you can probably hear, it is loud in here. It is packed with literally thousands of people, I believe. Uh, I just got done with my spaghetti and meatballs, and it was okay. It was uh, pretty okay. <laughs> I would not pay $16 again for it, but all the proceeds go to the marathon. So I suppose it's a good cause. Uh, yeah, so... That's that. I uh, won't be here next year, but uh, I hope this is worth it. <laughs> Cheers. 
it's an ominous end to that as well. Like, <laughs> well, I won't be here next year. <laughs> so. I heard about this on a podcast and I went there and it was not good. <laughs> Did he say $16? Yeah, 16 Man, food is so cheap. I know it's garbage. I know it's just like they're, they're cooking spaghetti in one of those big pots that they used to cook people in. Yeah. And stirring it with an enormous spoon. Uh, 16 bucks is not There a was lot. a picture of this in the Discord and it was oh, like some dry-ass spaghetti and a few meatballs. And they didn't cook the spaghetti in the meatball sauce. No. It was yeah. just dumped on top. I think top. that's a logistic. Yeah. they've So very dry-looking yellow noodles there uh, and a extremely demure-looking lady ladling on <laughs> some orange sauce on that. And some bread rolls. <sighs> yeah. It's Man. really, um, I don't know if, when's, when's the last time either of you went to a buffet? See, I know Vegas, we would, but they're yeah. good ones. They're great buffets. Okay. Kayla and I were literally talking about this yesterday, and, and I've, I've long said that I don't get my money from a buffet. I'm only a little yep. guy. Yep. I don't, I, I can't do like multiple courses. That's the thing. You think you're going to get your money's worth, but you only, like, you've only got oh, a little tummy. belly. My tummy's My full. tummy hurts. It's yeah. full. And I haven't even gotten to the little marshmallow <laughs> pile yet, you know. Uh, so I don't do that. I tend to, I tend to just go. I'm an a la carte guy. Yeah. Yeah. I always have been, always will be. Because there's a uh, there's a big there's a big buffet in our city at a, at a like it's like a labor club or something, uh, the Star Buffet, and it's like it's like a whole little town, you know. They've got they've got all the different stuff. They've got roasts they got pizza they've got pasta they've got mm. chinese food they've got uh all kinds of things they've got a whole dessert buffet an ice cream machine a chocolate fountain Ooh, uh, fancy. That you can dip stuff into baked goods all these things um but i think unfortunately i've hit a point in my life metabolism wise yeah where i'm sitting down with a plate of food and then i eat the plate of food and my body says that's enough food for you yeah. yeah, and then you try to push through it, and it's a mistake. It's not. You, it's not happening you've at gotta all. Be, you've got to be a seconds guy if you go into a buffet, right? And I know I'm not a, I'm not a going back for seconds kind of guy. Mm. I don't mind a bit of seconds, that, but like I can't. I don't want to force it. I don't yeah. want to force it, you know? can't do it. I can't do it. Anyway, I guess no. what we're trying to say is go there and get yourself a lot of Spaghetti, yeah. $16. Spaghetti. Get some not very good spaghetti. 16 bucks. fill your boots. And the problem is, like, I reckon if you, put your, if you put your heart and soul into it, you could do good bulk spaghetti, right? Like, yeah, very, get very it much. going. Yeah, you easy. Could, uh, uh, you know, like, it's, a, it's an eminently, like, slow cookable sauce. Get it's, that going. I'm big. not really a meatball. Like, I think a meatball is a poor... It's a poor it's pairing. A, it Do you is prefer a poor like pairing. a meat sauce? Yeah, I don't have to cut up my meatball to have with my spaghetti. Americans yeah. love a meatball. They do, and it's a bad dish, right? Because it's wet on the outside, and it has to be dry on the inside. That's you right. can't you so, can't cook a meatball. Really bad deal. Yeah, you can. You can. You can. You can cook a tender meatball. Mm. The secret is to soak your breadcrumbs in milk before oh. you put them through the meat. Mm. You know, no, talking. But anyway, no, no, I'm a. Moisture. I'm a ragu boy. You make as much or as little as you want. In fact, I might make a I might make a little uh, little bolognese today. Mm. Now slow cook that thing. Yeah, con. I don't have any pork mints. I like a good uh, good fifty fifty beef and pork. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But pro everything else. Yeah. Throw some throw a little bit of spices in there for for your uh, for your your full palate. Yeah, a little salt, a little pepper. Yeah, if you want more or less, <laughs> get yourself a get yourself you know a five hundred gram packet of spaghetti. That's, yeah. you're easily feeding. I don't know five six people. I don't know right. who could say. I don't know how to. Could I still don't know how to portion that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you measure out one hundred grams of spaghetti per person, and then you go, oh, this is too much spaghetti. <laughs> yep, you that doesn't a, look like enough spaghetti. Yeah. Or in my case, what I do is I say, uh, I say, oh, there's, you know, I don't want to cook the whole thing of spaghetti because that's always way too much spaghetti. So I'll put in less spaghetti than the last time. And then I do that. And then I'm like, 
Oh, well, now there's only a little bit of spaghetti left. Yeah, I wish I had more spaghetti. Might as well pop that in the pot. And then I go, oh, it's too much spaghetti. Yeah, 500 grams is the wrong amount to put in a spaghetti packet. I think this is probably... (laughs) We could probably cut this one off. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, if you have any ideas about the perfect amount of spaghetti for them to put into a packet and then sell to you, write into mailbag at buntavista.com. If you don't have any opinions about that at all, you can simply sit back, close your eyes, and let yeah. a contented smile play out across your face. You can always shut up. Yep. It's legal. It's legal. Ooh, four and under, and you're eating free at Grandma's Marathon spaghetti dinner. So get enough four kids. Four and under. Okay. Get enough kids, and that meal's cheap. paying for itself. <laughs> Pick up some spaghetti, drop off a diaper. You know how cheap it is to have a whole bunch of kids? Well... That's it for us, folks. Thank you for joining us for a singular episode of the Bunta Vista podcast. And we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.